really searching right now. I mean, my favorite professor doesn't even believe in God. And my roommate is part of this totally different religion that's it's actually pretty interesting to me. And then there's my boyfriend who just kind of picks and chooses from different religions. You know, I, I always thought I knew what I believed about God. Now I'm just not sure. Well, the good news is it doesn't really matter what you believe, as long as you're sincere. I shouldn't even have to tell you this, but God never said that. You know, the last few weeks we've been talking about things that, that the world thinks God says, but he really doesn't. And today we're going to kick off a, another week of this by talking about one of the most relevant, one of the most culturally believed lies, and actually see the difference between the lie and the truth, because it's so common today for, for people to have the exact belief you saw in the video that it doesn't really matter what you believe as long as you're sincere in that belief. That that's what makes all the difference. And let me, let me just be honest with you. That is a big, fat lie. I mean, but so many people believe that. And, and you know, of course, it really sounds good, doesn't it? You know, it sounds like... It just kind of feels good to say, you know, God is just so big and that it doesn't really matter what you believe. As long as you believe something and you believe it sincerely that, that God can accommodate you. So, you know, we like to think that, you know, that that's okay. After all, there are a lot of good people that, that believe different things. And since they're just good people, what they believe, since they're so sincere, must be okay, right? That's, that's what our world wants us to believe. And it's not just in the world. It's coming from churches as well. You know, most of you, I'm sure, you, you know, unless you've been hidden away somewhere at work or haven't had access to any news this week, you know that this has been a, a pretty big week for the Catholic Church in the United States since how the Pope has, you know, spent a lot of time here this week. And he's been a lot of places and, and visited a lot of places. And he was responding to a question and, and here's what he had to say. He said this in response to a question from someone who is not a Catholic. The Pope responded this way. He said, you ask me if the God of the Christians forgive those who don't believe and who do not seek the truth. He says, I start by saying, and this is the fundamental thing, that God's mercy has no limits if you go to him with a sincere and contrite heart. He said the issue for those who do not believe in God is to obey their own consciousness. This is from the Pope. And that this is what he had to say on that question. That as long as you're sincere, then God is okay with that. As long as you're sincere, that's what God cares about in whatever you believe, as long as it doesn't violate your own inner belief system, as long as you're sincere in that belief, his response was, God is okay with that. 
Now, see, the, the, the incredibly interesting thing to me about our culture today is that spirituality is not controversial. I mean, most people don't have a problem believing in God. I mean, just, just look what you see. You know, you watch any sporting event. When somebody makes a big play, gets an award, and they're in their post-game press conference, and, you know, I just want to give glory to God for giving me the ability. Or, you know, an award show, like the Academy Awards or Grammys or something like that. This person said, I just want to thank God for da-da-da-da. And nobody has a problem with that. But where it gets interesting is when you go beyond God. See, a lot of this comes from what I call the gospel of Oprah. Because she kind of started this years ago when she really made popular the idea, something like this. She said, it's as though God is at the top of a mountain. And all the different belief systems are just taking different paths up the mountain to get to the same God. We just call him different names and refer to him by different things. That, that is what Oprah made popular, that kind of belief. So, you know, the reality is when you see somebody on a talk show or something like that, and they're talking about higher power or spirituality, nobody has a problem with that. Everybody praises them for, for, for being open-minded and, you know, looking to that higher power for strength and stuff. But where, does, where is there a problem? Just let somebody mention the name of Jesus in that discussion. See, nobody has a problem when you start mentioning God. But let somebody say Jesus on TV. And now it all goes crazy. Let somebody mention Jesus. The moment you mention that name, everybody loses their minds. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Because when somebody says it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you're sincere in that belief, an objective person, an intellectually honest person has to look at that and say, well, if you look at all the different belief systems, how they are not compatible with one another, that statement can't possibly be true. The reality is, it absolutely matters what you believe. See, when we start talking about religion, religion is all about me. That's why this matters. It's all about how I perform. What can I do? Am I good enough? Religion is all about me being able to earn something that I really don't deserve. But the difference that Jesus made eliminates religion altogether. See, when we talk about Jesus, we're not talking about a religious system. We're talking about a relationship. That's the main difference. It's all about Jesus, period. It's all about a relationship with Jesus. Let's look at some of the claims the Bible makes about Jesus. And you'll see these up on the screen. And so, that's your cue. Look what it says in, in Acts chapter 4. It says, Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. 
Or look at this next one. Acts 16.31 says this. They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Or let's just keep going. John 14.6 says this. Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Or look what it says in Matthew chapter 7. It says, enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many, many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. See, I wanted to, I wanted to bring those verses out because those verses leave absolutely no question about what the Bible teaches that makes having a relationship with God possible, that makes experiencing forever with God in heaven possible. It is all about Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to God except through him, period. That's the key. And then that last verse in Matthew, it's pretty clear when he says that broad is the gate that leads to destruction, and many people will go down that road. Narrow is the gate that leads to life, and few people will find it. So, you know, hearing that, it's pretty easy to understand that everybody is not going to end up in heaven. Not because God doesn't love them, not because God doesn't desire them to. They choose it. They choose that path. They choose that life. See, it's not just about what you believe. It's not just about believing in something. It's the object of your belief that is the key to everything. You, there are a lot of people that are very sincere in what they believe to be truths about God, and they can be sincerely wrong. And that's just the reality. Let's just, I'm going to take a few minutes, and I want to give us a brief overview, some of the high points of the major world belief systems. I just want you to see the distinction between what Christians believe about the person of Jesus Christ and what other world belief systems believe about their view of God and how they are not compatible in any way. So that when they're talking about God and you're talking about God, you are not talking about the same thing. You are not talking about the same person, just giving them different names. It's very different. Just, just listen to a few of these. Take Buddhism. That, that's a very fast-growing belief system right now. Buddhism has no God. They have no final type of existence. What a Buddhist would believe is in countless rebirths. Reincarnation. We are reborn, and then reborn again, and reborn again, and eventually, somehow, there's a way you can end that cycle of being reincarnated, and it just ends. That's what Buddhism believes. Or Hindus. Hindus said... There is, has an impersonal God that is approached through statues or idols and stuff like that. See, Buddhism and Hinduism, they do not offer forgiveness of sin or any kind of supernatural help. They only deal with karma. If you do good, you'll get good in return. If you do bad, you'll get bad in return. That is the essence of their belief system right there. Or... You know, a, a pretty big, big one that we hear about a lot today is Muslim. 
Let's just look at them for a second. Muslims worship Allah. Now, Allah is not another name for God. Allah is their God, period. And, and here's what they think. Your standing, if you're a Muslim, with Allah, with their God, depends on your religious devotion to their rules and the works that you do. So the way you're viewed by their God is that you have to adhere to certain rules and regulations at certain times and do things a certain way or else God's not happy with you. That, that's what they believe. Or, you know, say, New Age religion. Basically, that's just a belief that says, my inner power is within me. Everything is interconnected. I'm connected with God and the earth and the world and the universe, and it just all flows together that way. That's, you know, and in the end, we just all magically stay together. And, and I'm not trying to be funny saying things like that. That is, that is what they believe. Um, and then let's compare that with Christianity. You know, after hearing all those things, and that's just a small sample. Um, you know, we could talk for hours about different belief systems, but that's just a small big, big picture of some of the, the largest belief systems in the world today. But comparing those to Christianity, Christianity has a personal God who offers forgiveness of sin, having nothing to do with anything that I have earned or deserve, anything of my own merit. It's not based on religious efforts. It's not a matter of how many times I attend a church or how many times or the manner with which I pray. It's all about God's goodness. See, religious says, religion says do. But Jesus says, done. He's already done everything necessary to make it possible for me and you to have a relationship with God. It's all about Jesus. So, you know, having heard all that, what we have to, if we're going to be honest with one another, we have to acknowledge that even if people of other belief systems are absolutely 100% sincere in what they believe, all religions are not the same. They don't all point to the same God, just taking a different path. Sincerity does not lead to God, because you can be sincerely wrong. It's what you believe in that makes all the difference, not that you believe in something. See, it comes down to the fact that it's not about religion, it's about a relationship. See, Jesus didn't come to create religion in this world. He came to demonstrate once and for all God's love. See, religion is all about me. Relationship is all about Jesus. And that's the bottom line. Religion says, if I am good enough, God will accept me. If I can do good enough or be good enough. Relationship says, because God loves me, he already accepts me. With all my my hang-ups and issues and struggles and fears and doubts, God loves me anyway. That's the difference, that God doesn't love us because of who we are or what we do or what we can offer Him. 
He loves us in spite of all those things. And that's what matters. There is nothing you can do to make God love you more, and there's nothing you can do to cause God to love you less. Because it's not about us. It's all about Jesus. Look what it says in Ephesians. Just, just to make this even more clear. It says, God saved you by his grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. And that's key. None of us are good enough. None of us can earn it. It's all about Jesus. Look, look what it says in Philippians. And I know I'm throwing a lot at you this morning, but I just want to give you this, this overview of why this idea of sincerity is so dangerous. Because it sounds so good and it sounds so right, but it is completely false. It's not a matter of just being sincere. It's a matter of what you sincerely believe in that makes all the difference. And the only thing worth believing in is Jesus. L look what it says. It says, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used for his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death. Even death on a cross. See that right there? That is the story of Jesus, summed up in a, a few sentences. That Jesus was fully God, 100% God. He wasn't like God. He wasn't close to God. He was God. He was with God. And he willingly gave up where he was with God and said, I'm going to come to earth, take the form of a human. Now, while being fully God. And pay the price for my sin and for your sin. He was fully God. He said, I'm going to allow myself to die because I love them that much. It's like John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him will have eternal life. That's, that's the story. You know, there, there are several things we can see from that passage in Philippians about Jesus. You know, a lot of people don't doubt Jesus. And, and here's what I mean. They don't doubt that a man named Jesus really lived. I mean, historically, people would be crazy to say, I don't agree that Jesus lived. Because historically, we can prove it. Not just with Bible references, but other historical references and historians have recorded the fact that approximately 2,000 some odd years ago, Jesus actually lived. And we can date it back to when certain kings were in place and ruling in certain territories. And that's why it's so significant. Because the Bible talks about when Jesus was born. You know, he was born in Bethlehem because Joseph had to go back for a census. And that census was recorded in history. And we can see that. That Joseph and Mary 
had Jesus at that moment in time. Nobody doubts who Jesus was. And most people, even if they're not Christian or even if they have no belief system at all, most people give Jesus credit for being a good man, a good teacher. Most people don't even doubt that. They say, yeah, he was a good person. He did a lot of good things. But here's the question. When you look at what he did, you know, if you say he was a good teacher, well, the question becomes, well, if you think he was a good teacher, let's look at some of the things that Jesus taught. Because if I'm a good teacher, and you say, well, let's look at some of the things you teach, then that could cause some problems. Because one of the things Jesus taught was that he was the only way to get to God. So if you say that, well, Jesus was a good teacher, do you think he was God? Well, no. Well, he said he was. He, he said that. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen God. And they asked him point blank, you know, are you telling us you're God? He said, yeah, I am. And some people may think, well, he didn't really mean it. Well, the people he was talking to thought he meant it because the moment he said it, they tried to take him out and stone him for blasphemy, for claiming to be God. But Jesus made a lot of incredible statements. So if you say, well, he was a good teacher, but then you say, but I don't, I don't believe the things he taught were true. Well, then how can he be a good teacher if you think he taught nothing but lies? So you, you can't, if you're honest with yourself, give him credit for being a good teacher while at the same time disagreeing with the things he taught about himself. Or if you said, well, he was a good person. Well, I know a lot of good people that do incredibly good things for their family, for their community, for their city, for the world. But the one thing that I know about all of those good people is that not one of them has ever come out and claimed to be God. But Jesus did. So if you say, well, Jesus was a good person that did good things, but you don't believe he's God. Well, no, I don't believe that. Well, then you have a problem. Because if I'm a good person, and I'm walking around making the claim, well, I'm God. then you can either assume, well, either I'm telling the truth and my life would probably be a lot different um, or I'm just a crazy person who thinks he's God. Well, that's the option you have with Jesus. You say, well, he was a good person. Well, a good person doesn't go around claiming to be God if he's not. And so you can either say, well, I don't believe he's God. Well, then you can't simultaneously say he was a good person. You have to assume that he was crazy. Because only a crazy person would claim to be God if they're not. But see, that's why this is all about Jesus. Jesus was either a crazy person, or he was a liar, or he is exactly who he claimed to be. He's God in the flesh, sent from heaven to pay the price for my sin and for your sin that we can never pay for ourselves. Jesus makes all the difference. It's not about us being religion, religious. It's not about us being more sincere and believing the wrong thing with all our heart. doesn't matter what the Pope says. It's not about that. It's all about Jesus. That's what it boils down to. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one not the Pope, not the President, not anybody gets to God 
apart from Jesus. Not anyone. And we could talk for hours about all the ramifications of who Jesus is and what that means compared to other belief systems. But we don't have ours. But the bottom line is, it is all about Jesus. Jesus is what separates what Christians believe from every other belief system. Because every other belief system, not just the ones we talked about, but every other belief system that's ever been in, in some way is all about you earning your way to God. Doing something to deserve it. It's all about your works. The only one that doesn't have something that we can earn, that we can make happen, is Jesus. Because Jesus has already done it. And it's not about us. It is all about Jesus. It's all about us putting our faith and trust in Jesus. Period. That's the difference. That's what makes all the difference. So when somebody says... Look, as long as, you, as, long as you, you're sincere, God's okay with that. It's not. There are going to be a lot of sincere people that spend their eternity separated from God in a place called hell. And they were good people, and they sincerely practiced what they believed wholeheartedly. But apart from Jesus, there's no other way. That's it doesn't matter how sincere someone is. It's all about Jesus. So if you're here today and you say, you know what? That makes sense. I'm ready to put my trust in Jesus. I'm ready to sincerely put my faith in the only thing that can save me. The only thing that can make a difference in my life is Jesus. Period. Just like the Bible says that Jesus lived a perfect, sinless life. He willingly gave up that life to die on a cross, to pay a price for my sin and for your sin that we can never pay for ourselves. And that all we have to do is put our faith and trust in Him. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, if we believe in our heart that God raised Him from the dead, we will be saved. It says that everyone who calls on the name of Jesus will be saved. See, the Bible says God is not willing. He, he does not desire for anyone to die and spend forever separated from him. But only those who go through his son will have access. That is the way. That is the only door. That is the only bridge between us and God is through Jesus. Nothing I could do, nothing you could do. No one is good enough that they don't need God. And no one is so bad that God can't save them. Doesn't matter your past. See, that's the beauty of a relationship with Jesus Christ. God says, when you become a follower of mine, your old, your old person, old things are passed away. 
all things. You become a brand new person at that moment. God wipes the slate clean, gives you a fresh start. That's the beauty of what Jesus offers. Can't get that anywhere else. 